Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind, as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of the Maui conflagration. What really happened? Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel, dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question, instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. Michelangelo, my friend, are you there? I am indeed, David, back in the big bad city after eight lovely days in northern Minnesota. Oh, sounds good in this hot summer to be in northern Minnesota. Yeah, you would you'd think it would be cool, but it really to get halfway decent weather anywhere in this country at this point, you have to be in the Rockies, and really oh, California. See. California is the place you want to be. So you load up the truck and you move to Beverly. Right? Oh, yes. I kind of remember that from way <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to be in L.A. this weekend teaching. It didn't pan out. And, you know, normally this time of year, L.A. is like high 70, beautiful, sunny. You know, oh, maybe really? It's a little... I, oh, I, yeah, no, I the... thought it got really, really hot there. I've never been there. No, no, not uh, not on the beach, you know, not in places like Venice. And, uh, and what's the latitude it's... there? Do you know that? Yeah. Uh... I don't. It's I, I don't know it south south of here. You know, <laughs> yeah, places like so. places like Santa Barbara, yeah. you know, and uh, and San Diego have the most wonderful Mediterranean style climates. I mean, it's it's really quite idyllic compared to here, where we have nothing but you know high temperatures and humidity f f at least through July, but usually through August into September. Yeah, we're and, having uh, temperatures are high and it's so humid. I yeah, mean, it, it might too. just be 86, 87, but it feels like 100 because it's just so yeah. totally humid. And now we're in monsoon season. So this past few oh, days, boy. it's been raining, stopping, yeah. raining, yeah. stopping. I didn't know whether to go running or not, but then I thought, what the hell? I'll go if it starts raining. It's summer. You know, <laughs> it's yeah, fresh sure. rain. So the only problem is your running shoes get all wet. It might take a long time to dry out, but you know. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I used to go running. It would be really cold, not freezing. I wouldn't run on ice, but it used to be like winter type cold and raining i'd still go out running i never got a cold or anything because of that no well i don't think you would i mean yeah well i come back and take a shower immediately but yeah, anyway yeah. we're going here from you know just hot weather to really hot weather as in maui these last few days what the devil is going on with these fires there yeah well this is not the first fire that we've we've had this this summer obviously the, the uh, canadian that things that you were yeah, the of in part with all the oh yeah no it, and... pr practically the whole continental united states has been af affected by the excess particulate in the air from those canadian fires and again the the whole official uh narrative that the media were trumpeting you know around the clock not that i pay any attention to what they're doing but yeah. you know i i read about it uh is that oh this is climate change you know this is why we're having these terrible fires is because oh it's the hottest july in one hundred thousand years and blah 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 so you know <clears throat> yeah. when you and that alone you know how do yeah. they know oh yeah uh, were the well, cave people eighty thousand years ago writing down the daily temperatures in the summer or, yeah. or what yeah every you know what is they this? they they consulted with Og the weatherman, you know. Oh, I and see. He, uh, yeah, yeah. And he so said, "Oh, very hot, very hot." You know, because how um, long has it been since they've written down the temperature, like on the late nineteenth uh, century or something, right? Not yeah, that long. 
Oh, about a century, you know, slightly yeah. longer, you know. Yeah. But if you go and and you find certain alternative sites and uh, you people and certain meteorologists would say, oh well, they've conveniently forgotten the 1930s and how hot they were, demonstrably yeah. hotter than we are now. We're actually in a cooling period, and I think we did touch on the whole idea of the grand solar minimum that's coming. You know, oh, we're yes. still yes. we're still technically near the peak of the grand solar maximum, but we're definitely at the peak, and we're going. We're you know by 2020. 2050, I think, you know, the, yeah. it'll be the grand solar minimum. And usually that's a tremendous cooling period associated with that. Oh, no, I don't of, like cold weather. Even. Yeah, there's no <laughs> there's no, no sunspot activity. On the bright side, know. it might be dead by then. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, be optimistic. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't plan yeah. on it. I'm not going to no, die no. until, uh, uh, what, 2059 at the age of 103. I, I had that all planned out, you see. Yeah, we've discussed it. Yeah. <laughs> so you won't be going to Hokkaido to... to take in the skiing uh no i'm ski i'm not you can't get me on a pair of skis no way <laughs> me neither i mean now the there's a total chick and i was into martial arts things like that but at least you can keep your feet on the ground then well for the most part but on skis yeah. when okay your feet are on the ground but you're racing so fast just ask sonny bono what happened to him you know yeah no yeah or, and he or was experienced with skis and no way i went yeah. to that broken arms or broken legs broken necks yeah yeah or natasha richardson uh, who is i don't even know who that is but i guess she oh died uh, she's yeah she's a scion of the redgrave dynasty of actors in the uk and she was married to liam neeson at the time and yeah she uh she died in a skiing and, accident and skied herself to death no that's yeah not, I, i've never been interested me. in skiing either you know only the only the wealthy kids were part of the ski club in my high school uh oh yeah although i i love winter and i love to you know, playing hockey, although I never really played. Oh my God. Well, we won't even get into that. I wouldn't, Yeah. you wouldn't yeah. get but, me on my skates that, for anything in the world. I'm telling you. And that's the <laughs> thing, you know, that I miss so much these days in New York is we don't really ever have real winter, you know, and that's because, you know, of climate change. Bubbles. Oh, obviously. Yes. Obviously yeah, it's climate yeah. change. Yeah. Well, anyway, you get back so to this, Maui. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this uh, Maui thing is not new. I mean, it, it's well, on the you know, one hand, but I've been picking up some little facts about this and, you know, yeah, putting go ahead. pieces go ahead. together because that's <clears throat> what I do, right? First yes, of all, I, I saw some videos of fire there and it was a circular fire. It was, yeah, going, I saw that. Yeah, almost a, like, a, well, like, a, well, a little elliptical, but a pretty yeah. close to perfect circle. Since when do like brush fires just light up in a circle? They don't. Uh, they, yeah, right, they don't. But then even stranger than that was out in some bay or something. You know, not right next to the land, but there there are ships out there and they're all burning up totally. Yeah, the boats. Yeah, the boats are burning up. Well, how did these brush that. fires skip over the water and reach a boat? I can imagine something flying through the air, a piece of paper or whatever. Yeah, some debris. Some debris. But yeah, then if sure, you're on a boat, but... as soon as that gets on your boat, you put it out, right? You're not going to have the entire, yeah. all these boats going up in flames. Yeah, uh, no, it's obviously fraudulent, clearly. Then you had mentioned you know. to me before we started recording about the cars. What was that about the cars and how? Oh yeah, I, again, I haven't I haven't read that much about it, but I you know, but I, when I read about the melted aluminum from cars running in the streets, I thought, oh, this is just bogus, because fires, you know, brush fires don't burn that hot. You know, I mean, when yeah. you see a picture, you know, when you see a picture of cars after, you know, you see burned out cars. They get charred cars, and, you know. Yeah, they get charred, but they don't melt. And the other suspicious thing, of course, and I've, I've seen this in various reports from uh, a number of places, is that the buildings burned, 
but the trees did not. Oh, yes. <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we have right. that in some other case a few months ago we talked about? Yeah. Well, I mean, I Where remember buildings reading... were burning and trees. What, what was that? We're talking about it. We did an episode. At least we touched upon that subject where houses were burning, but the trees yeah. weren't burning. And, and you yeah, commented yeah. how strange that was. Well, now we have it again. Yeah. yeah there was a report from uh, Dr. Hoppe. He was the gentleman, the Canadian uh, physician who first talked about D-dimer tests in, in connection with the bioweapons. Oh, and yes, his town his town went up in flames and it was the same thing there. They said, oh, it was lightning. Lightning caused it, but it was it was the same darn thing. The houses burned and the trees did not. And you could look at a picture and see how the houses, you know, burned in situ, but all around them, you Were know. Perfect trees. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the vegetation was largely untouched. So that's not a real fire. That's a, a deliberate, you know, uh, well, conflagration yeah. set by some sort of nefarious means. Right. Well, it gets stranger, I think, as well, first of all you know, the circle fire and then the boats burning up out in the bay or whatever that body of water is there. Yeah. And then the car is melting. That's also uh, rather weird, I think we can say. Yeah. But then we have <laughs> something else. It's it's quite strange. Yeah, the go ahead. I saw the police captain from there. Yeah. Talking about the poor victims and because yeah, it must be terrible. They don't know how many victims there are yet, right? It was like but, 93 or something when I left. Yes, but, something like that. but he was, well, two things <laughs> stood out there. First of all, do you remember the Las Vegas shooting in 2017? I do vaguely, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, October 2017. There's some, well, I have it in front of me here. 64-year-old man opened fire in a crowd and killed, four, fired more than 1,000 bullets, killing 60 people and wounding right. at least 413. Now, a lot of these so-called conspiracy theorists were saying a lot of fishy things there, which I wouldn't see here in Wikipedia. But I forget what exactly it was, but there were a lot of fishy things connected to it. And it yeah. looked like maybe that was yet another attempt to try to take guns away from people, scare people. with. Now, I don't know about that. I don't know exactly what it was. Uh, <clears throat> it would seem to me that if somebody's there shooting and he gets to fire more than a thousand bullets before they take him down and wounding at least 13 people, but anyway, there was a there was a police captain at that time. His his name was well, they pronounce it Pelletier, Pelletier, a French name really. But Americans remember so good pronouncing French, and he's American, so he can pronounce it however he wants. But this yeah. captain Pelletier was the police yeah. captain there, and then he was right. in charge investigating that. Well, guess who the police captain is in Maui? Now same guy. It's the same guy. Yeah, well, yeah. Isn't that strange? We have two extreme disasters where there's some things a little fishy about him yeah. and it just happens you know this guy gets left his job in one place and he went to another place and he just happens to be there with uh what are the odds but then something Pretty else slim, very I would strange say. now this is even stranger and i saw him saying this he was speaking very reverently about the dead well i can understand that of course and yeah. he but then he had a reporter arrest a reporter just went into that zone he wanted to check it out he was going and they arrested the reporter yeah. But the, no, the interesting thing was, it wasn't that it was still burning a reporter's life was in danger because they wouldn't have to arrest him. They'd just tell him to leave. They arrested yeah. this reporter. But his his justification for arresting him was the following. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen it. Go ahead. Okay. Can you guess what his justification would be? Let's make a little game out of this. Why not have a little fun? What do you think? National the security? Uh, well, <laughs> no, no. It was stranger. 
Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't that be... this guy was in danger. It wasn't that he was getting a, in, you know, with the way of rescue workers. He was a reporter. So, of course, you want to report on what's going on. No, yeah. he said, because some fires are still burning, there's a lot of ash in the air, of course. And he yeah. didn't say anything about the reporter's health. You know, not that. He always wear a mask. Protect yeah, sure. From COVID, too. Yeah, right. But, uh, no, he said, part of that ash is going to be the remains of our loved ones because their bodies would burn. And so that reporter then, he would go home and just take off his shirt and everything. And he's carrying with him the remains of a loved And that's so irreverent that we can't uh, let that happen. Have you ever yeah, heard right. anything so stupid in all your life? No. First of all, no. because all the rescue workers would also have those ashes. And second of all, you'd have to evacuate all of Hawaii because the winds can carry those ashes for like for hundreds of miles. Sure. And anybody could have a little bit of ash from some grandma that, that burned to a crisp in that area. That is the most stupid and ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And there he was saying it with a straight face. Yeah. yeah. You would well, think that he would at least come up with some reason like, well, the fires are out and we, we were worried for safety. I don't know, even though that's a little fake too, because all these rescue yeah. workers were there. But no, because he might have some ash of some of our dear departed on his clothing. And so we could, that would be too irreverent. I thought, what yeah. the devil is this about? It's, yeah. just, it's beyond yeah. belief ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. No, but absolutely. now let's, it gets even deeper. There okay. happens to be a military base near there. Yeah. And guess what? There's also a, a base. I don't know if it's the same place or part of that base or whatever of the Space Force. Oh, Space Force. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of the Space Force. And now, in addition, how long have those terrible floods been going on in China now? You know, where Beijing oh. was getting flooded out, where they diverted the water. And now they're totally flooding villages around Beijing. And it, there's like seven feet of water. People can't even walk. They, they totally drown. You know what it looks like to me, <laughs> putting all these pieces together. I don't know whether mm -hmm. the flood started first or whether these fires were first. I didn't yeah. investigate that enough. But let's assume that first the fire starts, yep. and then soon there are floods in China, or the floods start, and then there's this thing in Maui. It looks to me like part of a war using space weapons. Yeah, yeah, I would concur. In I other words, concur. maybe whoever... <laughs> Deep State Alliance, I don't know, they have reason to to try to take down China with terrible floods and China thinks, oh, you want to play that game, huh? Well, we're going to use our space weapons and give a warning to you. And we're not going to do it on the Space Force Center because that's really a declaration of war, but we're going to show you what we can do now. Or the other way around, I don't know, but it's obviously what was used there was some kind of direct energy weapons or some kind of space weapon. It yeah. obviously wasn't just brush <clears throat> fires from the melted cars and from the boats out in the bay that burst into flames and, and the circular form of the fire. Uh, and yep. they wouldn't want reporters going in there. They make up the most stupid excuse in history to justify yep. arresting him. Uh, obviously, this is some kind of space weapon. It's reminiscent, though. Nobody made that connection. Do you remember? I think it was Christmas Day, 2020, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Remember yep. that supposedly some guy in his camper, some right wing fanatic parks his vehicle in front of AT&T and it blows up. Right. A terrible explosion. Of course, then we find right. out other information like for a half hour before the explosion on that same camper, there's a loudspeaker with a woman's voice saying, please vacate the area. Something bad's going to happen. Please vacate the area. Well, since when did terrorists do that? I they don't. don't. They don't. Yeah. And also before that, 
a number of people reported they heard a shootout, like between, and I don't mean one or two shots, like two sides were shooting it out near there before it happened. Uh -huh. Maybe yeah. good and bad FBI or CIA. Yeah, could be. Could then be. there's also yeah. the fact that why would he put it next to AT&T? That, by the way, is the parent company of CNN, where they right. have a lot of their servers there. But the other strange things about that Nashville thing, if a bomb of that size explodes, you would have a crater under the camp, but there's no crater. What they did ah. have there were hundreds of little pieces of carbon. And guess what? Some experts said that's a signature of some sort of space weapon. Oh, okay. Leave a crater, yeah. but it's going to yeah. leave a carbon footprint, carbon all over the place. And in yeah, addition, yeah. A, a few people said they saw just before the explosion something shooting down from the sky. One even had I'm a sure. video of it. It was really grainy because they just happened to be filming one direction. It, it wasn't a high resolution camera. And you can see something yeah. shooting down and then an explosion. In other words, a space weapon was used there. It wasn't that camper. Yeah, yeah. And people forget about that. I mentioned say, oh, no, I don't remember that. I don't forget things like that. So now no, we're seeing <laughs> now we're seeing something on a larger scale. Now we see this thing in Maui. Besides other situations, like you say, houses destroyed, and but the trees were all intact, all that sort of thing. In other yeah. words, it's a war and space weapons, these advanced weapons are being used. And of course Agreed. they exist. And the floods in China, the weather weapon, the harp sort of thing, uh, that yeah. could be that. It could not be that, of course, in that case. But this is an obvious <laughs> use of some kind of space weapons. I don't think it's the good guys doing it. So who is no. it? Is it China doing it? Is it... Uh, for some reason, Russia doing it. I really wouldn't suspect them here. I think it'd be more China. Is it just deep state that still has access to some of these things and who knows where they're based? Yeah. Uh, what's going on here? Yeah. Well, I've, I've been for, I was first made aware of this whole scenario. Uh, we have a, a friend in California who's a very accomplished MD acupuncturist and she's quite intelligent. And there were fires in Northern California around Santa Cruz, Ooh, maybe five, six years ago. And um, she said, oh, have you heard of Agenda 2030? And we hadn't, of course, by that time. I hadn't at that time either. Now I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she said, well, she said, if you were to go to the local planning commission, you know, of the, of the town, you would find on file uh, certain plans pertaining to Agenda 2030. And in that, you would see that the areas that were supposedly burned by this natural fire are precisely the areas that have been designated for, for want of a better term, resett resettlement. In other words, burn out the um, the people that were living there who probably had very expensive homes and lots of, and a fair amount of property, drive them out, and then take over the, the uh, area by a process we could call eminent domain, although it's obviously not eminent domain. Yeah. And rebuild, you know, uh, mass housing to to so that uh, you know the whole idea, you know, of course, of, of driving people off the land. That's that's part of the whole. Well, that's interesting uh, because with the Maui yeah. thing, I'm reminded now to your story. Uh, yeah. They say that most almost all the buildings that were destroyed there. These this was the old section where the native people there they didn't yeah, want new new skyscrapers or huge hotels there said no these That's are historic right. buildings and they're the ones that were all destroyed yeah and Lahaina, some, yeah. like entrepreneurs want to buy that whole area but they wouldn't sell but now of course it's all just i guess going to be raised to the ground and it yeah, kind of yeah. reminds me of that no it's the same thing yeah you know they're they're destroying they're either destroying or buying up or you know uh setting off 
toxic explosions or whatever to get people out of their homes to to for, make it un, untenable for them to live where they live and then they will scoop up you know and uh, turn these things into as i said sort of uh, mass housing or whatever uh but at the time, uh, just to return to the, the California fires, at the time, so this idea of strategic burning of, of around the Santa Cruz area, according to this this plan that you could look up that had to do with Agenda 2030. Uh, but at the time, Michio Kaku, I don't know if you know oh, that yes, name. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. Japanese physicist, yeah. Yeah, Michio Kaku talked about, at that time, directed energy weapons. And he said, oh, yes, he said, there's no question that, you know, they're, they probably exist and that they're being employed to do this kind of uh, thing. Very obviously. So, yeah. So, but that was the first I heard of it was by maybe five or six years ago. So anytime I see one of these fires, I'm assuming uh, that they are probably involved because they're, they're just things about them that are anomalous. You know, uh, as you said, it was the same thing in Canada. There was a, a series of fires in Canada that started in a perfect circle. Huh, now, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's now, now people weren't sure if it was maybe drones, but it's you know it could be a combination of drones and and you know say energy weapons. But there's no question that in my mind that it's happening, <clears throat> none whatsoever. Uh, yeah. How far can they go with that? Well, they can go as far as they want until you know the credulous public begins to wake up and smell the coffee. And obviously, one of the reasons they didn't want that reporter to go into the fire area in Maui was because he would see anomalous things. Yeah, and kind of like one, that maybe, uh, policeman who really is a hero back at the Oklahoma bombing. Yeah. About, yeah. Hear about that guy. I think it was a police sergeant. I don't know. It was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not too old, really. But, but he had gone in that building and he saw something <laughs> that that just totally shook him, and he didn't even tell his wife what it was. He said, "I can't tell you. That might be dangerous for you. But I want to go yeah. back there and investigate." She suspects that he saw that they had planted bombs in the building. It wasn't just the guy with the van or no, truck. No, no, Timothy McVeigh got a bum rap for sure. I mean, oh well, he, uh, he was part of it. He I was mean, part, of it, part of it, but, yeah. but he, yeah. but he but couldn't have done that Timothy kind of McVeigh. damage. Yeah. So, and then what happened to this guy? Then he went back. The FBI wouldn't even let him in. This guy's a police officer. And yeah. then he started getting threatening calls, that sort of thing. Then they found his body out in the field. They said, yeah, apparently he wanted to commit suicide. Uh, so I think the story was, so he stabbed himself with a knife when he's out in the road, but that didn't work. So then he ran down the road and then ran out in the field and shot himself in the head, in the back of the head. Well, gee, <laughs> how wow. many people commit suicide like that? They, they, <laughs> they try to stab themselves. I think that was Only the rough. story for that one. <clears throat> Only Ross Boutin, as far as I know. Yeah, then they shoot themselves <laughs> in the back of the head. Well, gee, how Yeah, then they throw themselves work? into a river. <laughs> yeah, so so he was offed. They couldn't yeah, have... Sure. The guy's a, a real hero, of course. Yeah. Because he was onto something. And then also, what was in that Oklahoma building, by the way? It was, was the book depository, right? But there were records of something. I well, there was re the Whitewater records. And what That's happened right. there was... That's I heard right. that just a few weeks ago that these Whitewater records were supposed to be sent to Washington, you know, Arkansas. However, they said, oh, well, we didn't want to send them all the way to Washington first. So first we stored them in that Oklahoma building. Then they'll be sent on to Washington. So all these records proving the corruption of the Clintons were sent to this Oklahoma building. Book depository. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Book depository. Before, unfortunately, they could be sent to Washington. <laughs> Timothy McVeigh comes along and blows up the whole building. Well, right. what a coincidence.
Yeah. Just, just. <laughs> what a good, it's kind <laughs> of like uh, the investigators that were going after those who stole trillions of dollars. That is, when, when Donald Rumsfeld said, oh, two trillion dollars okay. have gone missing. Yeah, just that announcement missing, yeah. made on yeah. September 10th, 2001, yeah. right? September yep. 10th. I remember. <clears throat> and where Catherine Austin Fitz said, no, it wasn't two trillion. She was investigating that. It was more like 22 trillion. Wow. And and the record, some of the people investigating were in a certain wing of the Pentagon. And guess which one it was? It was the one that that so-called plane, really plane missile, hit. went into. Yeah. And a lot of the other records were in Building 7 of the World Trade Center. That building wasn't hit by anything, but just fell down. Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, it just fell down. I mean, yep. If that isn't virtual proof that it wasn't Bin Laden or something else behind it, and yet still... Uh, uh, it's just yeah cover-ups yeah sure yeah yeah it is so blatant so when you get into it and you see certain facts and you put the pieces together you don't have to be a sherlock holmes to conclude oh my god the conspiracy theorists were right yeah yeah no i agree uh mm -hmm. and you know this you know we're also in the great awakening did you see that movie the great awakening 2023. I've, I've read about it, but no, I haven't. Oh seen my it God, yet. you have to watch that thing. It's absolutely okay. fantastic documentary. Yeah. Fant and of course, it's criticized it was by the mainstream media and everything. They say, oh, it's this and this. But look at it. Look at this. Uh, his name is Griffin, some guy. And they even have him, it, it, well, today he's 80 some years old, but they have him back in the 60s. He was like 35 years old. And the yeah. clarity of thought, I was thinking, oh my God, the things he's saying here. He's saying it's not about right and left communism versus fascism. It's about individualism. And I said out loud versus collectivism. I was perfectly – and he said the same thing. <laughs> thought, oh, yeah. It's individual versus collectivism. He was saying this back in the 60s. Interestingly, he was born November 7th. I'm November 8th. He was, of course, older than I am. Um, but it's about individualism versus collectivism. This documentary is so fantastic that everybody in the world should see it. The Great Awakening, yeah. it's absolutely stunningly good. And I recommend okay. it to everybody listening. And it's on YouTube. They haven't banned it from YouTube. So The Great oh, okay. Awakening 2023, <laughs> everybody should watch that and think about what is said because it will really help you wake up to a lot of things, let me tell you. And it doesn't go deeply into conspiracies, but puts together mostly communist and fascist agendas how to manipulate people through propaganda and mind control and it gives so much evidence i mean largely things that i know already but i thought the way they put it together oh my god it's fantastic so i can really recommend that one to you and then did you see you people out there oh what's her name her name is uh hayes a woman it was a nine minute clip from british tv did you see that one no, I hadn't heard about that, Dave. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's see if I can. Uh, damn. I feel bad that I even mention it now because I can't find where it is. We'll have to. Uh, yeah. Uh, how could we do this? Because I would like to mention. This. I, OK, I won't go into it now. We'll stick with the Maui yeah. thing because I just can't yeah. find the link. It's, it's absolutely fantastic, though. Let me tell you mm -hmm. the things that were <clears throat> revealed there. But that's almost so good. It should be the subject for another talk of ours, maybe next week. It's really that good. It's only nine sure, minutes. Sure. It just blew me away. Okay. But, uh, anyway, yeah, we can agree that the Maui thing is more than just suspicious. No, and it, it wasn't some fires that got out of control, and it certainly wasn't climate change. 
that some kind of direct energy weapons or some high-tech technology is being used to cause these fires. Yep. The question is, what's really going on? For what reason? Because, okay, a weapon is a weapon. And assuming that it is some kind of weapon, as was used in the Nashville thing in, in Christmas 2020, uh, we know there's a war going on. And these are the – there are not many kinetic – proofs of kinetic warfare. But this is kinetic warfare, the thing in Maui, for example. In other words, using – Weapons. Well, kinetic warfare, the idea, bombs, tanks, you know, what they call kinetic uh -huh. warfare. Well, this isn't uh -huh. the, the normal bombs with planes and tanks, but these are weapons. In other words, this yeah. is not just propaganda warfare that's going on. And no, no, the good they... versus evil thing. Uh, people are dying. Yes, of so, course. You know, people are dying. Collateral damage. Collateral damage. You know, the 3,000 people that died in the World Trade Center, you know, collateral damage. It's just uh, perfectly acceptable. Yeah, but this is yeah, really yeah. a war, and it can get seriously more and more dangerous. And I, th it, I think it's going to. And we're going to be seeing, I don't know, I get the idea it's going to be soon, but then I've said that before. I don't know how soon it's going to be. But uh, this can't go on for years like this. And I think within the next year, and maybe even within the next few months, we're going to see even bigger things. Whatever happened to that, remember that... Uh, there disappeared from a train that was going from Wisconsin to California, I believe. Uh, what was it? 30 tons of ammonium nitrate that used yeah. the fertilizer to make bombs? Yeah. Now, that wasn't that the train was derailed. It was just that when they got there, the, the car was empty. They said, well, maybe there was a leak and it just happened to leak out of it all along the way. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but then some say, well, no, they think that that was probably stolen. Who could use 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate? you make a pretty big bomb with that, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. You could, for sure. But then who would have the means to steal that much? That would have to be deep state level. or The normal crook isn't going to be able to steal you know, 30 tons. Yeah, no, I agree. You can't Absolutely. stick that in your trunk because a car has 30 tons. <laughs> yeah. Number of huge trucks. Right? So yeah. that would be interesting to see if something happens connected to that. But... Uh, yeah, we're at a loss to say what that was exactly in Maui. I would, I would bet a good sum that it was some kind of directed energy weapon. It wasn't what they're telling us, and no. that the police chief just happened to be the same one that was there in Las Vegas for that shooting. Uh, sets off an alarm bell for me and a stupid excuse for for arresting the reporter. I guess they let the guy go then. I imagine they just... Yeah, probably let him go. Yeah. But why can't reporters go in there and report on what they see? Well, because... What aren't they supposed to see? Yeah. Yeah, well, we know what they're not supposed to see. We've we've seen pictures from elsewhere, and we've see, heard reports, and we, you know, so we have a pretty good idea. But as I said, they don't want <clears throat> there to be any questioning of this of this climate change agenda. And... Uh, well, how many people even take that seriously now? I don't know. Besides Greta Thunberg. <clears throat> yeah, Greta Thunberg. I, you, know, I, you know, I have to love the little kid because in our difficult times where there's so much fear, it's always good to have comic relief. Yeah, and you'll sure. see her in this movie very shortly. They show hundreds of people there, I guess, in The Great Awakening. There's that scene where she says, how dare you? And I, it just cracks me up. You know, we're supposed to listen when well, now she's not a teenager anymore, but some young girl who, who's never done anything important in her life 
and we're supposed to listen to her dumb talks and be influenced by them? Oh, really? Yeah. And I know that people are influenced. I think how you know Putin said it best. Vladimir Putin was at some kind of international forum a number of years ago, and somebody mentioned her, and he said, "Well, let me give you my opinion." They were translating, of course, and he said uh, several things. He said, first of all, this is a, a teenager, and ruling a country or taking part in helping to make a good world, uh, this is you know big league stuff. And what does a teenage girl? What does she know about that? We shouldn't be listening to advice of a teenage girl. We should listen to experts, people with a lot of experience. First of all, and he said, second of all, he finds it shameful that one side is using her for their agenda to try to sway the masses. Said so that's really abusing that girl and you really shouldn't do it. They were all stunned. They didn't know what to say. Of course, he was yeah. right on the mark. He's right on yeah. the mark with that. How could anybody take that seriously? And just the fact that so many people are influenced by fools like that. Uh, there was also another scene which was really interesting. She was at some event, and some reporter yeah. asked her a serious question, and she didn't know what to say. It wasn't that difficult. I could have thought of an answer, and she was just, uh, uh, in other words, everything she says is scripted. Scripted, yeah. Maybe yeah, she has, yeah. a, I don't know, really good memory, but if you ask her a question, she has no idea what to say, and people are listening to this person. Garbage, yeah. And you have to really question the mental stability of a lot of people, most well, on the left, almost all of them, that are taking that seriously, things like that. I mean, really. Although, yeah. you know, on the right, I criticize people too, the things they take seriously. I won't get into sure. religion here, but I could. Oh, I'm so tempted too often. The things people take seriously. <laughs> and, you know, I, I always criticize myself when I do like a solo episode because I always end up insulting half of humanity or more, calling them either stupid or crazy or hypnotized. I have to get rid of the stupid or crazy words because it's really hypnotized. People don't realize yeah, what hypnosis is. Yeah, uh, Actually, yeah. it's a broad phenomenon. And really, they've been, some say brainwashed, hyp hypnotized is a better term because there yeah. are people with high IQs and you listen to them talk, people who defend communism and they really believe anything. <clears> my <throat> God, how could they possibly defend that. I don't mean because oh, communists are bad, but because it's a totally failed economic system. And any economic system should first and foremost create wealth and communism doesn't. It destroys wealth. It's that simple. Yeah. It's you know, really that simple. You have highly intelligent people defending communism. And I don't mean the liars that just do it for their own purposes because they want to get some kind of benefit from it. I mean, people would really believe it. And you could think they're stupid, but no, they might even have high IQs. You could think they're crazy, but no, in other areas of life, they, they don't seem insane. So the only conclusion is they're hypnotized because certainly they're wrong in what they're saying. And uh, so I often despair of mankind. I think how many people out there just can't think straight. Well, that's why I started this podcast channel over two years yeah, ago. I thought I, I have to I do know. something and help people to think clearly because it's a, it's it's worse than... COVID, worse than the, well, worse than vaccines. Let's wait 10 years before I say that because uh, now yep. I, I saw some doctors saying, we always have to throw this subject in, of course, <laughs> the vaccines, saying that some of those things that are in your blood because of vaccines, well, not in yours, but when people take the vaccines, it could take up to eight years to have an effect. He said, maybe over the next eight years, we're going to see a massive die off of people that we wouldn't see it yet. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of people die and be harmed. But, but these things within eight years have their deadly effect. So we yeah. don't know by 2030, there could be a lot fewer people on this earth, sadly. Yeah. I, hope, I hope he's wrong, of course. 
Well, Sherry Tenpenny said much the same thing. She said be within five years. So, you know. Oh, five years. Yeah, okay. Uh, then yeah, you hear yeah. Dr. Malone. Uh, he's also suing Judy Mikovits. You know who that is, right? Yeah, sure. Dr. Mikovits. He's suing her too. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, yeah. And she also talks about the genocide. You see, he, this guy is such a mole. I have to bring it out again. This guy is such a mole. He says vaccines are bad. I totally agree. He says, yes, they should be stopped. I totally agree. But there's one thing he never said, he, he, is that this was planned. It was a genocide. And the people that say that, he sues them for $25 million. He's a mole with one mission. He's like the spy, you know, it, like in wars. They might send somebody in, say the allies. They send them in to pretend to be a Nazi. Some guy who speaks perfect German, etc. And he yeah. cheers Hitler, and he's for this, and he's for that. But there's one thing where he defers, and he tries to influence other Nazis. And the Nazis did this all the time. For them, it was easier because we had a democracy. So you put somebody in who agrees with one side. And Dr. Malone, he agrees with the anti-vaccine side in everything except with the genocide. And, of course, with the mass formation, you know, Matthias Desmet, the psychologist, especially mass uh, well, he calls it yeah. mass formation. Yeah. But Dr. Malone changed that to mass formation psychosis. Ah, so it's a sickness. Well, if these people did that and they were crazy, well, then you can't execute them now, can you? That's his mission, this Dr. Malone. When you watch that yeah. part, because he appears also as a good guy in The Great Awakening. They don't realize that he's a mole yet. But I tell the, the viewers out there, when you watch The Great Awakening... They have a series of people in one sequence. They show their faces. Look at the eyes of all the people. Almost everyone, including Matthias Desmet, they have big, clear, honest eyes. But Dr. Malone doesn't. Ugh. I don't want to judge people just by their eyes. But you look at the eyes of every person. You see the, the doctors coming out telling the truth. You can, you can tell if you have any intuition. But with Dr. Malone, his eyes are very different. That just struck me. I'm going to throw it out there as a little intuitive tip. And I'm not saying you should always judge people by their eyes. But Dr. Yep. Malone, I'm telling you, is a mole. And his mission is, if things go bad and people start to suspect vaccines are bad, go out there, agree with everything they say, say we should stop vaccines, etc. But just say it was a terrible mistake and the vaccines didn't work as the industry thought they would. Because then, not only aren't they responsible for, for all the damage they've done, because they meant well, but also you can't execute them for crimes against humanity. That's his mission. I'm just telling that. Let's see if in the future I'm wrong, if he turns out to be a totally good guy, but all that he knows about these vaccines, if he doesn't recognize this part of a genocidal plan, the cleverest plan in history, if he doesn't recognize there's something wrong, Dr. Bregan recognizes it, Michael, Dr. Michael Yeden, he recognizes it so many, and he's been talking about it for several years now, and everything goes in that direction. If Dr. Malone doesn't recognize there's something wrong. Anyway, that's my Dr. Malone rant. You have to point out because people don't recognize, I think he's a good guy. He's not a good guy. He's not a good guy, Dr. Malone. But now I've just ruined my life and that of my wife because now Dr. Malone's going to sue me for 25 million bucks. <laughs> I almost wish it because... For him to do that, he have to know who I am. I have to have maybe a million listeners. <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> then that's I get that right. money so back that, somehow or another. As I, as will has, hope, I will hope has, that for you, that yeah, you get a million no listeners so you can be sued by Dr. Dr. Malone. So if I get a letter from his lawyer, David Bolton, you're being sued for $25 million by Dr. Malone. 
I'll just laugh. <laughs> Good luck with that, yeah. Dr. Maloney. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I guess yeah, we've these... got, I've gotten off the topic, forgive me, but then uh, everything's uh... so connected these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the climate change fraud is the next move toward, you know, totalitarian world government. You know, they want to do the same thing with, with climate that they did with the spurious COVID. They want to force people to uh, curtail, to, you know, uh, minimize their quality of life, you know, uh, and uh, they want to pen us up in, you know, compounds in major cities, or perhaps, as I said, special things that they build out in the country, which they minutes essentially <laughs> stole. 15 minute cities, absolutely. You know what? I'm sure you saw now that uh, you could you could can, can no longer manufacture or purchase incandescent bulbs here in the United States. Oh, really? They've I been, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Been talking about it for years, and the, but the infinitely wise Biden administration finally uh, made it a law. So, what's the matter so with them, of, these bulbs? I, I don't know anything about. Oh, this they're well. You know, they're not energy efficient, and they're too hot. And uh, you know, so we uh, we are stuck with LEDs now. Not that LEDs are terrible; they're not. But, yeah. but, uh, but CFA bulbs—that's an entire thing, uh, entirely. Those those uh, compact fluorescent bulbs, you know, which you, if you go into any mid-range hotel in this country, that's what they have in the light fixtures. And the light is cold and blue; it's not warm, and probably yeah. not good for you because you know what are we doing all the time? Well, we're wearing blue blockers to 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 block us from our computers and our iPhones, etc. So if you're living in a world where there's nothing but that kind of blue light available, it's it's not good for people's health. Oh, disturbs yeah. their sleep disturbs their sleep patterns. Oh I've heard that. Yeah. Else. yeah. So the idea that you can no longer purchase incandescent bulbs in this country. People have been hoarding them. You know, a good friend of ours who used to be connected with the resistance in New York said, she said, oh, yeah, I went out and bought 100 of them. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> Sell them with uh, a black market or what? <laughs> yeah, well, there probably will be a black market. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's all all interconnected. It's all, um, as I said, they're, they're, they can't call it global warming anymore because people have cottoned on to that. So they use this rubric climate change, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Because yeah. we're talking about, without them manipulating it, we're talking about weather. You know, weather is variable. You know, I mean, you yeah, have, always has been. <laughs> you, you have such a, you know, a, a collision of various elements that have to come together to produce certain kinds of weather phenomena. You know, whether it be hail, whether it be tornado, thunderstorms. I mean, you know, but you can manipulate those things. I, I remember uh, I posted something on on one of our Facebook groups about the fact that was it forty years ago. I know some celebrity was talking about, oh, look, we can make clouds. And Facebook, you know, uh, warned me about that. And it was like, really? I mean, but clearly it's it's been in the works for some time now. And as I said, oh, it's, just the next, yeah. it's just the next level of, of this attempt to establish this, this totalitarian world dictatorship. Well, speaking and, uh, of the weather stuff, uh, yeah. I saw some expert and really kind of an insider in those law military people. And he talked to some pilots that were spraying things, chemtrails. Chemtrails, right? yeah, sure, yeah. And and he said, yeah, the pilot said, oh yeah, it's uh it's part of plan. This is gonna this is gonna fight global warming because it makes the sun a little dimmer. And he said the pilot really believed that. But this guy yeah, said yeah. what they're spraying is not really to dim the sun. 
that Bill no, Gates said that, but then, who was this guy? <laughs> said that. Yeah, it's basically to poison people. It's to get stuff on system, but they yeah. can't tell that to the pilots. Yeah. Some pi oh, of well, not. of course, some pilots could be psychopaths. It's interesting also. Uh, yeah, there are some. Yeah. Yeah, I've, especially I've, people I've who do special reports. ops. Sometimes yeah. they pur purposely look for, for sociopaths and psychopaths. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if because, of course, if you want somebody to go in missions to just murder people, you can't have ethically thinking people. So you have to vet them and figure out who's the psychopath there. And that's the person you want. But all these pilots aren't going to be psychopaths. They so say, well, yes, this is good for the environment. Global warming, you know, so it's going to make the sun a little dimmer. And so they're, they're happily spraying this stuff. And really, they're poisoning the people below them. So that's what's yeah. going on. And my brother yeah. made me aware of these things because even like 20 some years ago, he would send me photos. Do you, he said, do you remember when we, well, he's 11 years younger than I am, uh, but he's like 50, how old is he? 56 or whatever. He said, do you remember when you were a kid, all these chemtrails in the sky? And I said, well, no. And he said, well, no, when he was a kid, like in the 70s, he didn't remember that either. And he would have pictures of just one after the other, like you know, half the sky, like a grid of yeah, chemtrails. Yeah. And he lives around Harrisburg, PA, around the capital of PA. Yeah, and, yeah. and so he would send me also a picture he sent me that was really strange of clouds that had perfectly round holes in them. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that? Uh, and he um, said, do you remember? No. They, and then they put out some article. Oh, yes, because if things freeze in a certain way, then you're getting hold. But he said, do you remember anything like that? I said, no, never. And yeah. so there's some kind of experiments or something they were doing. He'd have all kinds sure. of pictures of these strange. And he would take the photos himself, these weird things. And I didn't know anything about that. But over the years, then he would send me more and more stuff. And he would yeah. read and you know, listen to coast to coast. All of these. Some of the stuff is you know, not so serious, but other quite serious. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, what's no, been I'm, going I'm, on for decades? Yeah. I first became really aware of chemtrails uh, a few summers back. I don't remember, maybe seven or eight years ago. Uh, I was teaching my medical astrology class in northern New Mexico at this dear friend of ours, and I was staying in her, the casita on her property. And, you know, northern New Mexico, historically, <clears throat> get more than 300 days of sunshine a year. Really an extraordinarily beautiful climate. Dry, but but yeah. fantastic. And I was lying in bed, and it was a clear as crystal blue sky morning. And then all of a sudden, over the eastern mountains, the Sangre de Cristos, I see this this plane shoot up, straight up, straight up into the heavens, and behind it, this trail. And when I went out to, to I think, to drive to um, to teach my class, I, I saw that the whole sky was now ribboned with those trails. And I thought, oh, okay, yep. So they're they're definitely real. You know, and I've and I've read interviews uh, that people have said that um, that the pilots that do this have no regard for humanity whatsoever. They're they're making probably vast sums of money, and they just don't care. You know, they're not going to be you around. Always to find see people it. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I saw another interview with a with a a woman who was a top, uh, I think, Air Force uh, officer at the time who was testifying about this, and she said that. She started talking about it, then began to receive death threats. So she knew that. Yeah, interesting. The people that just yeah. end up dead when they when they start revealing stuff. We won't get into that now because you know it would. Yeah. We should have episode just about that. Maybe starting yeah. with the, the the Clintons list of people they knew that we're going to testify against them, and they just happened to then commit suicide the day before. You know that kind of stuff. 
Uh, yeah. I remember reading years ago, there's a list of 43. Now there are more. <laughs> I'm uh, sure. I don't know. Get into the probability of that. But we'll do it in another episode. We've talked about the Maui thing. I guess we can end now. It's getting too yeah. depressing. <laughs> they can get yeah, us with so... 10 trails or they can just send some direct energy weapon and burn us to a crisp. So... Yeah, sure. Or they, you know, they can block the sun. That's the that's the next genius idea that they have. You know, I'm, Gates has talked about it. There's some yeah. company I think in London who I forget what they're called, who's, who's working on technology. The Biden administration has talked about it. You know, so well that suggests the... that maybe aliens are behind it. And they want to change the atmosphere. So I think we talked about that one time, didn't we? Yeah, we well we, ta true, we but... talked about um, we talked about the whole idea of net zero, and. Yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Greg Braden was in an interview and he said, he said, yeah, he said, you know, this, the idea of the carbon levels that they're proposing takes us back to the Pleistocene era. Yeah, and he said, you yeah. know, in, a, in a, a planet with that kind of prevailing um, ecosphere, he said, there's no room for human endeavor. So the question is, is who is the planet being prepared for? Yeah. Well, on that note, hey, hey, maybe the aliens burnt up Maui. Oh, I didn't yeah, think they, about that one. <laughs> yeah, they 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 did. They did. Yeah. Maybe they don't like Hawaiians, or I don't. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, anyway, alien. Yeah. Alien technology, probably for sure. It could be alien technology, if not aliens. Yeah, I don't think it was aliens, but anyway. Yeah. Well, okay, we've kind of gone from here to there, so we'll yeah. stop now with the Maui thing. And people, we can't tell you just what happened there, but learn more about it because it's not what they're telling you almost certainly i can't arrive at that conclusion i think you'd agree wouldn't you michelangelo oh most assuredly as i said anytime i read about well really any of these things i'm i'm my you know my tinfoil hat is firmly in place so that i don't believe what they're told i mean they're all fraudulent as far as i'm concerned uh yeah pretty much so really sad yeah. well anyway we'll end that for now and we'll thank you all for listening and I hope you join us next time on this. The Path of Socrates. Thank you, Michelangelo. And happy birthday, Michelangelo. The 16th All right. is your birthday. Happy birthday right? to me. Happy birthday to me. That's tomorrow, of course. I'm not going to sing it to you for two reasons. I have a lousy <laughs> voice and I hate that song. But I do wish you a happy birthday. I never liked it. I do. We're going to have to pay. Birthday. We're going to have to pay royalties now, you realize. So just. Uh, oh, okay. you oh, may, oh, you, oh you, damn. Maybe they may want to. They won't notice it. Let's hope. You might might have to cut that out. As long as Dr. Malone <laughs> doesn't listen to it, because then I'm in big trouble, as we know. Yeah, I have a question <laughs> about that. Yeah. Okay. Bye, people. And thanks again for listening. And bye, yeah. Michelangelo. Ciao. Yeah. Ciao for now, David. <laughs>